Hello. Hello, hello. This is Out of Our Skull um, for our February 1st episode. Yay! So uh, we're covering the first week plus. The first, yeah, first 10 days <coughs> of the Trump presidency. We've survived. That's probably the only pro. Um, we. You and I have survived. Yeah, we and I, yeah, you and I have survived. Yeah, right. luckily I wasn't at an airport or... Yeah, or from a certain, you know, seven countries that Trump doesn't have do business in. Yeah. Um, I am of the belief that, that just because it's not some a problem that I face in my daily life doesn't... Doesn't, doesn't mean that I don't care about it. Doesn't reduce its importance in That's any right. way. Yes. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about the Muslim ban. Because, you know, they're, they're not wanting to call it a Muslim ban, even though they called it a Muslim ban. Um, Sean Spicer, in a press conference today, when it was brought to his attention that the president himself called it a ban, because he was insisting that the reporters not call it a ban, and they said, well, the president called it a ban. Well, he's just repeating the language you media use, because apparently he can't think of words all by himself. Hashtag alternative facts. That's right. I said it. I didn't say it. If you tell me I said it, then you're wrong. If I tell you I said it, then I'm right. That's right. That's how things go. Um, and it's not a Muslim ban, even though, you know, other religions are giving, are, are, are being allowed in, and they're, they're going to give them, you know, the, the straight shot into the country. It's just, you know. So the whole thing, the whole thing was a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, President... Donald Trump made executive orders banning immigration from certain seven predominantly Muslim, Muslim countries. countries. Uh, and then within a matter of hours, he was sued. Yes. And uh, I don't think Judge Ann Donnelly responded to the lawsuit. She herself did another thing and ruled the halted deportations uh, she she granted stays right is, because is people were being pulled off of airplanes and <clears throat> and before, detained in airports right and before any Trumpers go I haven't heard that well yeah Fox News isn't reporting that but BBC News and CNN and all those other places have you, that you seen pictures yeah. of your local airport right um, there are protests there are people being pulled off planes there are be people being detained families are being split up I mean they handcuffed a five year old. I, I don't I can't I don't have words I don't have words it, I am ashamed so much to be in this country with peers that that replied to tweets about this in support yeah with bullshit like well it doesn't matter they don't belong here anyway that I read that and man, in, that in just, some of these yeah, in some of these instances, these people me. have green cards, they have every right to be here. Right. In some cases they're citizens. And they have every right to be here. Right. And in some cases they're nominated for an Oscar award. Yeah. And they can't go. Because yeah, they hold they hold the wrong passport. Um <laughs> and before you say, well, they're just trying to keep our country safe. None of these seven countries, no terrorist from any of these seven countries has killed an American on American soil. Um, Think about that. Yeah. 
Yeah, think before about, you say 9-11. Think about how your faith yeah. has had religious persecution. Right. Any violent crimes committed by members of your faith citing religious rights? Huh? Pretty sure they're... Pretty sure there is. Pretty sure there has. As a matter of fact, you know, there was one in Quebec just, you know, the other day. Yeah. And um, I'm not Native American, so my people immigrated over here and took over this land. My family's fucking Scottish. This ain't Scotland. Um, You know, what if the Native Americans had done this to, to my family? Yeah. You know? And our and, lineage would have been lost. And again, before you go to the, we're preemptively, you know, trying to, to save America, refugees from these countries already go through a two-year vetting period. It's not like we're just giving them a plane ticket and saying, get on a plane, you know, you can now move to wherever in America. They go through a very strict, very long vetting period. This just puts them in danger. And I know people who don't give a shit because they're brown. Right. And they're from the Middle East and they're Muslim. And it's like, well, it's not our problem. Yeah. Shame on you. Yeah. Shame, Shame on you. Shame on you. Shame we're on humans. You. We're, and we're Americans. We're supposed to be better than this. We are really supposed to be better than this. And we're not. But, you know, on a positive note, I have to commend Judge Ann Donnelly. Yes. I have to commend the ACLU and um, the reporting agency Mother Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys were on top of this and tried to correct this wrongdoing as quickly as you could. Right. I, I thank you, um, w whether you succeeded or you didn't. And to all the protesters out there who went out to, to airports <clears throat> and to protest this, good on you. I couldn't because I had to work, but I know people who did. I know people who did in Charlotte and I know people who did in Raleigh and... Thank you. Oh, good. I, I don't know anybody personally. And and to be honest with you, um, you Scullies know that I have partial custody of my daughter. So actually when I have her, I'm not, I'm not on my phone. You know, my time with her is with her. So I didn't know about this until Monday when the stays had been already granted and and all of that, so my bad for not being, um, making myself aware. But, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. But thank you, protesters, for going out there and yes. showing that this is not America. Right. And, you know, the CEO of my employer issued a, a statement to us. He emailed everybody in the company directly, and then he issued a, a public statement which I really appreciate, that he does not agree with this. He is going to stand for the rights of any immigrants that work for us. Um, and if anybody feels at risk of losing their job, he encourages them to email him personally, and he just extends his hand of peace. And I really appreciate that as well. So I have seen some good things. It's, uh, it's disheartening to see the the corrupt power be the winning yeah side um and before anyone says obama did the same thing oh no jesus no he did not if this was not a <clears throat> obama did not do a blanket ban it was very target specific mm -hmm. it was very 
person specific, <laughs> it is not the same thing. So, no, it is not the same thing. Well said. It's, it's, yeah, it isn't. <laughs> Alternative facts. Right. Be damned. All right, well, let's move on to another topic. Um, the U.S. Embassy in Israel uh, moves from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Yes, this has been um, something that I know certain groups in America have wanted, um, mostly for religious reasons. They're, they're... Right. It's Jerusalem. This, yeah. this is a religious decision, although Trump claims it's not. Oh, of course not. But um, Dominionists believe that Jerusalem has to be the, the, the center before Jesus will come back. Of course, they also believe that World War III has to happen before Jesus will come back, which, you know, gets me scared because the it vice does. president is an actual Dominionist. Right. Um, and actually believes this. <laughs> that It is frightening to me. Yeah, it is very frightening that someone that close to a nuclear trigger actually believes that, yeah. you know, war has to happen before the second coming of Christ. <laughs> well, if they've been waiting on him for 2,000 years, he ain't coming back, people. He's just not coming back, okay? Trump is trying to stay away from religious talk about it. Um, he said, he said, simply switch signs on the embassy to Tel Aviv to the U.S. consulate that's already existing in, in Jerusalem. Well, the problem with that is that the embassy in Tel Aviv is so much larger than the one in Jerusalem, so they're going to have to build and expand yeah. the one in Jerusalem. No, this is not a sign change. Have no. you even been there? No. <laughs> uh. Well, no, he hasn't been there because he just, you know, his chief advisor is an anti-Semitic bastard. Well, the Palestinians and Arab nations are criticizing this. Um, of course. Arab and European allies have warned the incoming administration that the move could unleash further violence, undermine the peace process, damage u.s in the middle east and endanger american personnel that's already there um and the palestinian president i'm trying to pronounce your name correctly i apologize Mahmoud if abbas. i don't Mahmoud abbas has written to trump to say an embassy move would have a calamitous impact on the chances for peace and he warned a recent speech that quote any statement or position that disrupts or changes the statues the status of Jerusalem is a red line which we will not accept. And he followed that up with written pleas to the leader of Russia, China, France, Germany, UK, and the Arab League, asking them to stop Trump. So this is not a peaceful move. No. But of course, you know, he's going to send his son-in-law there to broker peace somehow. Um, Uh, I don't want to get too involved in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Just, this is a bad move. It's a bad move, and it's done for the wrong reasons. It's done for the reason... Again, I don't think Trump is making any of these decisions, because quite frankly, I think the man is an idiot, and I think he's suffering from dementia. I don't think he's making any of these decisions. This is Steve Bannon, and this is Mike Pence. This is, this is most definitely Mike Pence. Um, yeah, I partially agree with you. I, I don't, 
I don't know if he's got dementia. I don't, I don't think he does. I think he's got narcissism. And um, oh, he's always been a, a classic narcissist. Yeah, always but, has and always will be. Yeah, I think um, there is. I think a, he is letting an element to his actions that lend to something mentally unstable. And considering his father <laughs> suffered from it, and he's seventy years old, we we just put a madman in charge, <laughs> one who's got really bad people telling him what to do. Really bad people with lots of money. Yes, lots and lots of money. Speaking of lots of money, Betty DeVos was confirmed today as the oh goodness. <sighs> Secretary of Education. Listeners, did you see her confirmation hearing? Did you hear it on the radio? I mean, <clears throat> she stumbled over questions about basic education policy. <laughs> At one point, she suggested that states should be able to decide whether to enforce federal civil rights laws meant to protect children with disabilities. Yeah. Uh, she has... No experience as an educator. None at all. She's never been to a public school. Her children have never been to a public school. She would not promise senators when asked uh, that she would swear off trying to privatize public schools. Because that's what she wants to do. She disclosed in ethics paperwork filed with the Office of Government Ethics last week that she plans to divest from 102 companies that could present potential conflicts. But she also said that she'd retain interests in, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm getting over a cold. Uh, interests in NeuroCore, a company that purports to help students with ADHD perform better in schools. So that's particularly frightening to me. I have a daughter entering um, the public school system this fall. And she's a particularly active child. She's brilliant. But I i mean, I'm afraid. First of all, I'm afraid she's going to be taught about Jesus in the school. And secondly. Which DeVos has actually said yeah. that she, you know, she wants to make the schools. Yeah, it's God's into kingdom. Into a gateway to God's kingdom. Uh, secondly, I'm afraid they're going to see her, my daughter, you know, uh, being physically active and go up. Let's let's give her that script for ADHD, yep. so she can sit still in class. Um, it also came out today that she may have uh, Betty DeVos may have plagiarized some of her answers on her ethics questionnaire. <laughs> so plagiarized from um, different sources. So different sources so yeah this just came up i didn't read the full article okay i'm interested but, um, to hear more about this yeah i'm gonna have to look that up but yeah it's been noted that she may have plagiarized some of her answers so that'll go really well in academia because they really love it when you copy um taking her cues from meliana trump there well um 10 democrats that uh are part of the HELP, which means health, education, labor, and pension. Um, they oversee DeVos's confirmation. Um, they asked for a second confirmation hearing before confirming her. And now, of course, of course I, yeah. they were denied that, and she yeah. was granted it anyway. 
Yeah. So right Good job, upon, guys. Good yeah, job. Right upon party lines. So anyone who thinks that the Republicans are going to stand up to Trump, this was an easy one. This was an easy this one. This was an easy yeah. one to deny him because she has no experience. Yeah. And, and you already had 10 mm-hmm. uh, Senate members, members of the help yeah. group calling for a second confirmation hearing. That's not even saying, hey, don't we don't accept her. That's, That's saying we're going to give her another, another chance. chance to answer questions that she couldn't answer. Yeah. Besides smiling blankly at blankly and regurgitating rote She wasn't expressions. even smiling. She that was snide smirking. Yeah. I I I really was sick to myself listening to it. And yeah, this was an easy one and no, right upon party lines they just gave him what he wanted. So now our education system is in jeopardy. But that's what the GOP wants. Keep them stupid. How right. else are they going to vote for you? Uh, yep. Um, we talked about that in our premiere episode. Yes. Yeah. So, um, again, I, I just want to end it on a positive note. Thank you to the 10 yeah. um, senators. And thank you to everyone who called their local representatives. It may not have helped, but again, that's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to call our representatives. We're going to have to write postcards. We're going to have to write letters. We're going to have to write emails. Yep. We, we don't have money on our side. No. But we do have numbers, and we can be a pain in the ass. That's right. And, you know, I think we've proved that with the, the Women's March, and we've proved that with these protests at the airport. Yeah. That we're, and we've got to keep doing that. We've got, we've yep. got to be willing to go out there and march and hold signs and chant and you may not agree with everyone around you but do it anyway yeah you know how to get to a narcissist be on their ass that's right tell them they're wrong tell them they're wrong they can't um manipulate you you're not gonna believe their lies yep um it doesn't matter how many times kelly conway goes online or goes on the television and goes well these are just alternative facts no alternative facts are lies Call them that. Yeah, it's insulting to your people. All right, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> um, this is backpedaling a little bit. Uh, before Obama left the office, he granted a pardon to Chelsea Manning. Chelsea Manning, yes. Um, I'm, I'm including it in this podcast because we didn't get to it last time. Um, one of our listeners suggested we discuss this topic. Thank you for making the suggestion. Yeah. Um, so, uh, just to give you some backstory here, President Obama commuted um, all but four months of the remaining prison sentence of Chelsea Manning, the Army intelligence analyst convicted of a 2010 leak that revealed American military and diplomatic activities across the world uh, and brought global prominence to mm-hmm. WikiLeaks. The decision by Obama rescuing Manning, uh, who twice tried to kill herself last year from an uncertain future as a transgender woman incarcerated at the men's military prison at Fort Fort Leavenworth. Uh, She's been jailed for nearly seven years, and her 35-year sentence was by far the longest punishment ever imposed in the U.S. for a leak conviction. Um, The act of clemency was a remarkable final step for the president whose administration carried out an unprecedented criminal crackdown on leaks of government secrets. Mm -hmm. Um, 
She was known as Bradley Manning when she deployed with her unit to Iraq in late 2009. There she worked as a low-level intelligence analyst, helping her unit assess insurgent activity in the area it was patrolling, a role that gave her access to a classified computer network. So from that network, she copied, you know, incident logs. She collected data. Mm -hmm. Um, You can read about it yourself. I I trust that you're informed listeners. Um, So she... She found these leaks, uh, reported them, and then she pled guilty. She confessed and pled guilty to a lesser version of the charges without any deal to cap her sentence. But the prosecutors still pressed forward with the trial and won convictions on the more serious versions of these charges. A military judge acquitted her of aiding the enemy. Um, this was the first big WikiLeaks leak. Um, right. It's So it's got notoriety for that. Right. Julian Assange is a name that we know because of this. Yes. And, and Chelsea Manning is a transgender person that, before incarceration, started going through. Right. Transgender. So trapped in a jail cell without, unable to complete... The yeah. transgender surgeries in a male's in a in a male facility. Yes, a military a military military facility. Who's our our military? Um, until recently, uh, did not allow transgender right. soldiers. Um, so you know, for that also for that reason, this is. Sort of got notoriety. Yeah, this was um, this was a bold move on Obama's part. Bold, yes. Um, I thought it was I thought it was well deserved. I thought that the sentence was very harsh, very harsh. Thirty five years. That's the rest of right this person's life. Um, it is notable that uh, Julian Assange had said that should Obama. I'm smirking at, at yeah. CJ right now. <laughs> should Obama commute the sentence that he would turn himself in um, and of course immediately backpedaled when the sentence was commuted immediately backpedaled of course Julian Assange is not really charged with anything in America so turning himself into America would be useless Um, you can turn yourself into Switzerland where you're you know being charged with rape that might work (laughs) Um, but he's not going to do that touche CJ yeah not going to do that um, I'm not really sure what our listener had in mind when when he suggested we talk about this, but um, I, I, am, I am glad I'm, that the sentence was commuted. I thought the yes. sentence was far too harsh for what was leaked. Um, I thought that the information that was given is something that should have been known anyway. Yeah, that's the opinion that I hold. These were... And one of the one of the faults that I had of the Obama administration, you know, everyone seems to think that liberals love Obama and everything he did was perfect and and peachy keen. No, I actually disagreed with him on a lot of of different things. One of which was the transparency. Um, I don't think it was a transparent administration. I think it was probably more transparent than Bush's. But it's I I mean we went from 
nominal transparency with Obama to absolutely nothing with Trump. Um, and we're not going to get anything from Trump because he's going to start shutting down press access. Um, and he already is by, you know, calling yeah. press fake news. So, um, And for those of you that go, well, Hillary wouldn't have been any better. I, I, come on. You know what? You don't know that. You really you, don't. You, you really don't know that. And at least Hillary has experience. Any sort you know, of experience. Political experience here. Yeah. And a bit of common sense. In because class. what we've seen for this first week is no common sense at all. No tact at all. And just a blindness to right. the will of the people or to the the actual fact that there are people out there who disagree with him. Yeah. And I think that's because he's shielded himself with yes men and yes women who don't tell him that people disagree with him because he will immediately fire you <laughs> if you're told that. Um, and, you know, we've already had reports that it's difficult to keep his attention and you have to take the remote away from him because he spends his time watching Fox News and Morning Joe, and that's where he's getting his information from. It's not from the national security briefs that he's given. He's getting his information from fucking Joe Scarborough. Flashy, headline-catching. He's basically getting his information yeah. from fake news. <laughs> from the um. actual fake news. <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah. Um... Let's talk about the Obama Foundation while we're talking about While Obama. we're talking Obama, yes. Um, so the day after leaving office, um, President Obama and Michelle Obama released a, a YouTube video. You can look at it yourself. I encourage you to do so. Um, overseeing the creation of the Barack Obama Presidential Center in Chicago and states its mission to provide a forum for those looking to work with the center to improve the lives of American citizens. Obama Foundation is a nonprofit. It was founded in 2014. Um, it has created a website. Oh, I didn't, I didn't note what the website is. I'm sorry about that. Let me look that um, up real quick while you're... Thank you. Um, the center in Chicago is expected to be completed by 2020 and it's expected to be the first of many um, around the world. Ultimately. I thought it was. I thought it was very interesting that the the day after, I think it was like the day after this was announced. <clears throat> it's Obama.org. Obama.org. Thank you. Um, the day after this announced, Trump tweeted that you know Chicago was in such a disarray he 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 might have to send feds in there to clean it up. Yeah. Um, which. It's funny because Chicago is not even in the top 10 dangerous cities in America. I think it's number 12. Well, if you watch Fox News, that might be one of the alternative facts on That's there. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, and it is interesting that you know he targets Obama's, basically Obama's hometown. Right. Yeah. Get over it, man. You won. He was leaving the office anyway. Yeah. And he treated you with poise and class Far more class than you deserve. Far more class than you deserve. Um, but yes, Obama.org if you want information on the Obama Foundation. Yep. It's going to be run by um, Marty Nesbitt. 
and David Simus, Simus. Um, and it'll also raise funds to create Obama's presidential library. Which will have books and not coloring books like the Trump library will. <laughs> will it have magazines where you could see Melania Trump's work? <laughs> well, the Trump library will. I'm sure they'll, be, they'll, I'm sure they'll have posters. Right. Work. Classy posters classy. probably Very in classy. the bathrooms. Yes. Definitely where well. you're snorting your coke off the counter. No shit. <laughs> Okay, well, good news. <clears throat> Land Deep, uh, Republican legal aid attorney, received <laughs> tears after he recited his oath in office in San Jose. Um, he donned a Captain America shield for his swearing in last week. Um, he quotes, America's ideals, and I do hope to a spot, excuse me, my throat is killing me. Uh, America's ideals, and I do hope to aspire to those ideals for a fair play, equal justice, and democracy during my te- my term. Also, to note, he's the eldest son of political refugees. Yeah, from refugees Vietnam. From Vietnam that we led in the country. But he's born in Texas, um, and he moved to the Bay Area with his family in '94. So yay for his geeks out there. <laughs> yay, land deep. You're a Republican. But hey. You're not for Trump. <laughs> you're for Captain and, America. And your parents are political refugees. Yeah. And you're for Captain Right. You got the the geek peeps right here. That's right. That's right. Cap rules. Do good work. Spread your positivity. Yes, please do. Okay, so for our last bit. Um, National Security Council shakeup. So, saving the best for last. Yeah, saving the best for last. Donald Trump's chief advisor, Steve Bannon, who was the editor of Breitbart prior to joining the Trump team. And what is Breitbart? Breitbart is a fake news site <laughs> that, hmm. that basically posts whatever shit that goes through Steve Bannon's head. Usually it's anti-Semitic. It's definitely anti-liberal. It is alt-right. It is definitely it's, alt-right. It's I, And I'm not... I am not imposing that word no. on it. It is defined as all as right. Alt-right. Yeah, it defines itself as all right. Steve Bannon has defined himself as a Leninist. Um, he's gone on record in an interview saying that he wants to topple the American government and start fresh from the ashes because he would love to to do that. Um, and now he has a seat at the National Security Council. Yes. With he no does. vetting. No vetting. And no confirmation hearing. No confirmation hearing. Um, and he is, um, he's been elevated to join alongside the president um, during National Security Council meetings. Which has never which happened Which has before. never been done. So, um, for example, David Axelrod who had the same position in the Obama administration, never sat in on principals' meetings. Carl Rove Carl never Rove. sat in on George W. Bush's meetings. Nope. Um, this, is, this is worrisome. <laughs> this is very worrisome, because not only did they elevate him to the National Security Council, but they also got rid of the chief of staff. <laughs> they, they demoted... 
the chairman and the joint chiefs of staff off the council. This is what it looks like when your government changes before your eyes. Yeah. By the corrupt powers that be. Right. And this is a non-elected person that people probably don't even know. But he, he... this is this is very scary stuff because this this dude is a neo-nazi and i don't use that term lightly alt-right is kind of synonymous with, yeah with neo they call themselves alt-right now you know what they're nazis that's the that is what they align themselves yes. with and um which means white supremacy right which means if you are not a white man with money natural citizenship Yes, and money. Uh, it's not going to look good for you. It's not going to look good for you. Which is, you know, it always strikes me as hysterical that the most prominent alt-right neo-Nazi white supremacists are like the worst possible looking, that they're, they're the worst possible example of white people. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like... So you're saying he's not attractive? Uh, I'm saying he looks like your drunk uncle that fondled you and then bitched about the Mexicans oh next God. door. Yeah. That's what he looks like. Yeah, he fondled you and then blamed you for yeah. gr- growing your boobs over one summer. That's right. Um, um, or, to me, what I said to CJ when I saw his picture was, oh, he looks like the guy that's giving Trump his cocaine. Yeah, and he probably is. Um, that's how you make your little pet docile yeah um but this dude has his ear and uh, this dude's probably writing policy um it doesn't it, it he's probably already written these policies over his career it does and not, now he's got yeah. the chance to put them in place. it doesn't surprise me that this travel restriction happened on national holocaust remembrance day and that the official statement from the White House on Holocaust National Remembrance Day did not mention Jews at all. <laughs> I'm just going to let that be in the air for a moment. Think about that. Yeah. Um, John McCain, not my favorite politician. No, no, thank you. I want to knee him in the nads just for introducing Sarah Palin onto the national landscape. Yep. Um, but anyway, uh, he's, I'm quoting him here. I am worried about the National Security Council. Who are the members of it and who are the permanent members? The appointment of Mr. Bannon is something which is a radical departure from any National Security Council in history. Also Republican. Yeah. And I gotta, I gotta tell you, these Republicans better start standing up. They better start standing up to, to Trump and stop just rubber stamping it because he's, he's on their party. Yeah. We need to stop this party before country bullshit. We do. We do. I'm for breaking down our parties in general. We should look at the platform. Yeah. Because so many voters go, well, you know, uh, I, guess, I guess R I'm Democrat. Pull that right. L. Right. And they really don't know. <clears throat> what's going on Mm -hmm. they'd rather watch the bachelor (laughs) or the you know the apprentice right than be informed about about the candidates and what they stand for 
So, yeah, I'm for eliminating the parties. Mm-hmm. You know? Get but rid of this gerrymandering bullshit. Yeah, the gerrymandering. Come on. Come on, North Carolina. What are, yeah. what are you doing? Really? Your, your districts You're, you're look, really not fooling us. Your districts look like jigsaw puzzle pieces. And not like they don't fit together. Um, yeah, and you got to redraw them every few months anyway. Yeah. Um, to make sure that that R stays R. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's a whole other subject. There is. Um, there is speculation. Well, maybe Trump will resign. Maybe Trump will get impeached. Um, the thing to remember if that becomes the case is that <laughs> we still have Trump. We still have this cabinet. We still, we still have, have Bannon. Yeah, we still have Bannon. We still oh, have Pence. Oh, I'm sorry. I said we still have Trump, but yeah. I meant we still have Pence. Yeah. We still have Bannon, and we still have this cabinet. And if you get rid of Pence, you have Ryan, who... Wow. <laughs> I, I'd still rather have Ryan. He, he, I mean, he's... Even though somebody actually added him to the Invertebrae Wikipedia page um, <laughs> this I didn't past that. week. Yes. <laughs> Um, grow a spine and you won't end up there. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's time for Republicans to, to take a stand for the country rather than their party or, or we're all in for a really shitty four years. Don't let greed take over. This isn't, this isn't about money. I mean, this is about our children, future generations. Um, it's about wiping the middle class out. Yeah. This is polarizing you know, a, a, the wealthy class against a poor poverty class. Um, One thing we didn't touch on was another executive order that was signed by Donald Trump saying that for every federal regulation that is signed, two have to be dropped. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. It's like you can't just go, okay, well, we have this safety regulation we need to sign. What two safety regulations you know can we do away with? I adopt that policy when I buy new clothes. Yeah. It's, it's it doesn't work when you're talking about car safety regulations that's because i'm limited with closet space yeah it, it has nothing to do with the constitution right. or or you know fucking work safety, safety or safety food, air that we breathe <laughs> you know so what okay so we need to adopt this safety regulation for for construction sites what two can we get rid of ask yourself why that why that's not that? even feasible that's not even a feasible way to run a business let alone a government yeah. it it's childish <laughs> right. to think that that would actually work yes well we've got <coughs> mark more marches coming up yes um i don't know how many i'm gonna participate in uh honestly it depends on when i have custody of my daughter and where they're gonna take place um not that I'm not going to take her to any march. Yeah. Trust me, I, I will. But her birthday's coming up and things like that. So. I do hope to be at the Moral March in Raleigh on February 11th. Um, the Science March in Washington, I believe, is April 25th. And there is a, a March on Washington on April 15th for Trump to release his taxes. Right. Which probably won't happen. Because he doesn't want you to know who owns him. He doesn't want you to know how poor he really is. Yeah, because I, I don't believe that dude has money. 
It's all his in talk. Quote unquote empire. He's afraid you're gonna realize, oh, he's not the businessman you 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 thought. I've said it before. He couldn't sell steaks and vodka to Americans. <laughs> the guy sucks as a businessman. But well, you voted him in America. Well, I should say less than half the people of America voted him in. The reason why he's elected is because more than half of our populace didn't vote. Yeah. That's why he's president. Uh, and our electoral college is yes. an outdated um, yes. system. <laughs> that should have stopped this. Yeah. And didn't. Um, anything else you want to say before we no, sign off? No, stop me now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We'll be back on February 15th, and uh, I continue to send in your suggestions Yes, with we'll our topics. To research them. Um, we're going to begin having guests on as well. Um, so, with that, we look forward to that. Yes, with that, we bid you adieu. Good night. Good night.